Brown Boys Talk Toys. What's up, everybody? Another episode of Two Brown Boys Talk Toys. Today, we got a real fun field episode with you. We are going to talk about the Toy Man toy show. We're going to talk Thor Ragnarok. Probably do a good or bad or ugly on that. And we're going to talk about a new rabbit hole that I found that we suggest. And it is Zach Morris is trash. <laughs> Zach Morris is trash. Hey, you hilarious. Got, you got me down there. You got me YouTubing that all day. So before before we get what? started. Huh, go ahead. Glad you actually looked at it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, before we get started, I'm Darren. He's. Jal Horton, what's going on, everybody? All uh, right, and so... Of you, thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah, we're going to start marketing and put more episodes up. So we got a couple... I think we got three more banks, and this one will be four, but this one will go up pretty quickly. We'll start like we always do. Where did you get in this week? What did you, what did you get this week? Uh, I got in this week uh, my case of Marvel Legends, the Vintage Classic set, like... It's uh, It came out in six figures. It's on a classic card back. It looks like the old, like, 90s, um, you know, figures. Isn't it the one with the Spider-Man and, like, the Iron Man with classic case, I mean, classic, like, comic book covers or something? Yep. On? Yes, yeah. sir. Okay. Yep, it's uh, those two, Black Widow, Wolverine, um, Punisher, Captain America, Spider-Man, and Iron Man. Okay. Uh how you like I haven't opened them. That's my case that I keep. Okay. <laughs> That's the case. Like I buy a case and I just put it away. Like I don't even open it. It just goes back in storage. Are you going to get a case to keep? Well, I hunt my active toys. Okay. So like I'm hunting them right now. Uh, I found two Wolverines and I and then my Walmart has everyone else besides Black Widow. All the Black Widows are sold out. Okay. Would you... Uh, would you buy the Black Widow online, or what would you do? No, uh-uh, no. If okay. I can't find her, then I go without. Okay, okay. Unless, you know, I'm at a toy show or a convention, I can find her for a decent price. Okay. You know, but that was not the case for today. Uh, we could talk about that later. Yeah, we're going to get uh, to the Toy Man show later. Yeah. And then, so I got that. Um, I got a Shazam. One Mezco 112. Okay. Which is pretty dope. I love I love the one twelve Mezco one twelve collective and he's like a dope figure. Like he's pretty good. And then uh Superman Mezco Superman and then uh Sub Zero, uh Storm Collectible Sub Zero, the special edition, the blood splatter version. Oh good. And uh I think that's it for me. Uh, yeah, I'm just waiting. I ordered, but he hasn't got in yet. The Mezco 112 Captain America. And I love my guys that I get my Mezco guys because most of them I get from Entertainment Earth. Uh huh. Sixty five dollars. That's just how much I pay for them shipped. Great price. So it's not, you can't beat it, dude. Everyone I talk to, like you, can't, I can't beat that price. Everyone I have, all my dudes, everyone that's on that's available for pre order, I have. Pre-order through them. I have like sixteen pre-orders, and they're all sixty-five dollars. <laughs> Shoot, oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, so they usually go for you know seventy-five to eighty or eighty. So I say fifteen dollars per one. So that's like every four figures getting a free figure. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I love it. So yeah, that's what I got. How about yourself? What'd you get? I'm interested in this. 
Well, I didn't get that much this week. I got fans, toys, cup, and I got. Oh, how is he? He's cool. Transformation is not fun for fans, toys, but really, yeah. But he looks the part. He looks amazing. Like the face. Does he have like old man grumpy face? He has like an older face. Like they don't have to give him a grumpy face. They give him like a cigar smoking face from the cartoon. I mean, from the comic book. So okay. they, so that looks amazing. And then his general just stoic face looks like an old granddad just sitting looking. You know what I'm saying? So like he does. Right. So I would think that I think they would do another version, like kind of like a fans toys doesn't do this, but normally some companies do this like a kind of old version. Like they, like Wei Jin did with Prime when they did the Prime, then they did the damage mode prime. I can right. see them going to some customizing and just getting like a a age version of Cook where they just put on some lines and some things just to make him look older. Maybe a splatter of dirt here and there. But he's amazing. He looks the part. Transformation isn't the funnest, but I'm I'm pleased with him. I say overall solid B. You know, fans toys, I hold fans toys. I think the whole community holds fans toys to a higher standard than Takara and Hasbro. So I love yeah, I love their stuff. And then I got two Shadow Fisher upgrade kits for um MP Ironhide and Ratchet. And so okay, I put, yeah, you were telling me you had an issue with one of those. How'd that turn out? Yeah, yeah. So I put it on Iron High and it didn't work, but I, I mean, it worked. So I stripped the screw on Ratchet. So I had to put them back together normally. And I tried to glue and it didn't work because I couldn't get a good catch. Right. But what happened was it made almost a perfect, almost a perfect circle. So I got one of those like hex um, sets at my house. I live with my girl right now, but so I just need to go get like, it's like an Allen wrench hex set. So I yeah, just yeah, need yeah. I just need to go get that, and I'm thinking what it should catch with one of those smaller pieces okay. or whatever. So, but the upgrade kit is really nice. It matches the colors good. Doesn't really fit transformation, and it makes them look like I had a ratchet. It had those two side panels that don't look natural, so it takes those away. It makes them look a lot better. Actually, it, it was 19.99. I got mine, and I'm starting to branch away from bigger collectors or bigger stores to like mom and pop sellers. So I got this one from I got that kit from TF16. So it's TF1 O-N-E, com. I got it like Yeah, how'd you find that place? On Instagram. So I um he okay. just he just a dude in North Carolina who like posts stuff. I guess he get like a I think he buys maybe like five figures and turns around and sells those five figures. But he sells at a good price. So cup is $99 everywhere else. He only charges $92. And ninety nine is, is that's not shipped. So like, if shipping is shipping was like six dollars, I think for him. So, I mean, you paid awesome. under hundred dollars for you know a figure that costs like one ten other places. So, I love Cup. He's one of my uh, favorite Transformers. And there's I should uh, when we go to C two E two next year, what we need to find is a Marvel and it's a Transformers. It's either called like a Spotlight. I think it's the Spotlight series, and it's on Cup. Uh huh. And it, it tells like three different stories focused on Cup throughout his life, and the last one's like kind of sad, where he's in a cave and he's all senile, uh-huh. and like people like are trying to help him, but he has refused so many upgrades that he's so outdated that they can't really help him. And like they're trying to, they try to feed him energon, but he thinks everyone's are like zombies, and he attacks like it's crazy. <laughs> so I know what you're talking about. So like Marvel did a spotlight, and IDW did a spotlight on. Him. So like the IDW spotlight kind of that's where that cigar, the little cigar comes in. It like so he has like uh-huh. memories of that, and so the cigar is like medicine, it's supposed to help him suppress those memories and stuff. 
I think they finally did upgrade him or something. And then basically they gave they to make him, you know, not go back down that road, they created this cigar concept and they basically get he just keeps the cigar in his mouth to keep those memories suppressed or whatever. So <laughs> So fans to us gave a nod to that with the face with the cigar and the cigars too. So But I'm very pleased with him. I'm very pleased with the Shadow Fish upgrade kit. So all in all I can't complain. Pretty like, good. One figure that you're waiting for, wish they would do masterpiece scale like you know that you collect who do you want or is it a combiner like well i think it's three so i think a good a superior because we don't really have a superior did you see the prototypes of the zeta toys one i did that looks awesome it looks great it looks great because they're devastator man that devastator is so good like they did the toy world devastator and i'm telling you it is amazing. Like, I moved. I didn't have to disconnect. I wrapped it in bubble wrap, put it in the box. Man, that thing holds like a champ. Really? It, that's awesome. Yeah, so that's like, combiner-wise, I have two, four, six. I got eight combiners. Theirs is the best one. Leaps and bounds better than all the other ones. So, um, Superior would be one. Cup would have been. Cup is another. And I think RC and Cliff Jumper just to round out that part of my collection or whatever. So, RC probably more so than Cliff Jumper, but those ones. So Cup, that's one of the ones I can scratch off my list. And like, if you if you like the look of fans toy stuff, he hits all the aesthetic marks. Now transformation is another thing, but you know, what about you? Do you have any transforms? I know you collect other things. Do you have any that you're looking forward to? Oh, like man, I want a masterpiece style that transform. I would really like I uh, the Transformers. The last night wasn't necessarily my favorite Transformers movie, um, but. Optimus Prime's design in that movie is my favorite design of him. I think they got one coming out. So, Unique Toys. On the- yes, yeah, someone's coming out with one that looks pretty good. Like, there's one I wouldn't mind getting. I'm trying to think. It's like 3A, I think, that does it. It's a non-transforming one, but he's like 399. Yeah, that's a statue, but um, I'm going I'm to send you the link on Instagram. Unique Toys, they, they're going to drop their lockdown from... Um, yeah, I, not, yeah, it's, it's not Age of Extinction. Which one was the last one? The last one was the last night. Yeah, so Age of Extinction was the one with Lockdown. So yeah, yeah. they uh-huh. so they do have that Prime coming out because they they're gonna release Lockdown probably in the yeah, next month. Yeah, looks pretty sharp. Like he's a really that like I said that designer Prime looks really good to me. I really like it. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I told you before, I'm a unique towards DX9 fanboy. So like, if it's similar to any of their products. It'll be worth getting. Like, I'm getting that lockdown. He's on pre-order. Just because, I mean, I like DS9. I like Lamborghinis. And he looks like a pretty cool toy. So I can right. tell you, like, how how that works or whatever. But, you know. What I would like, I want to pick up the uh, the Wai Zhang uh, Ironhide. He looks good. Did you see the... I pro- really want him. Did you see the pictures of that Megatron? No, uh-uh. Mm-mm. Looks like the best Megatron in the game. Yeah. If once they drop him, uh-huh. once they drop him, like everybody sucks off unpopular opinion alert. Everybody sucks off Takara, and I, I think Takara's Megatron isn't that good. I think X Transbots looks better, but you know that's me. But Wei Jing looks the part, and his transformation is going to be amazing. They have the definitive Megatron for your collection, masterpiece collection. If they follow up with. It. Yeah, the Megatron I have on order right now is uh, 
Toy Alliance is the 18-inch tall Megatron. Oh yeah, the um, stat, not the statue, but the, it's on transform and it's paint, but it's painted to the nines and move. What, how many points of articulation does it have? I think it's like 72. Oh yeah, so you good then? Oh, he's amazing, man. He yeah. like my prime. I love my prime. I want to get the Nemesis prime, but it's two hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, I understand. <laughs> like the prime was one seventy nine, and I love the prime. He's like his eyes are so bright when he lights up and he's huge. And like, I know he's not in scale with the Marvel legends, but when you put a Marvel legends next to him, it looks pretty like they look pretty good. Yeah. So yeah, he, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that Megatron. You got a great haul. I got an okay haul. Um, I got some things on pre-order. You got some things on pre-order. Is there anything stand out that you want to talk about that you got on pre-order? No, I just wish Mesco would release some of their damn figures. <laughs> like for reals, my pre-order list, which I don't mind. Like I, I want, I don't mind them not releasing. I guess as long as it's you know they're taking care of the quality assurance, quality control. I wish they were more vocal with their fans and would let them know, you know, they're what the what the holdup is. But. Yeah, I like just getting those pre-orders for sixty-five dollars. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I, I'm really, I love that. <laughs> no, that makes sense. So, shifting gears. So, this today, we're recording this on a Sunday. Actually, you went to a toy convention. So, can you tell yes. us about the convention and give us a little bit of school us on the Toy Man toy, toy Show? Yeah, yeah, it's a toy show. Um, there's like two hundred and twenty vendors. It's like about like 10 minutes from the airport in uh in st louis okay and yeah there's like 220 vendors and then now the last two conventions they have a artist alley or artist attic or something they have like another other uh room that they opened up and that's where a bunch of artists and local artists are up there selling their wares and then it's funny up there they have their celebrity guests that are uh in town or whatnot. And this time there was one guy, his name, I don't know, it was it's Santiago something. He was in The Walking Dead, like season five or something. Okay. And then the funny, uh, and then the another one was the guy that plays the new pinhead. I think his name's like Paul Taylor or something. I think it's Paul Taylor. And then there's this little kid that dresses up as Daryl from The Walking Dead. He's called Little Daryl. <laughs> and oh dude it's hilarious like he's got a little goatee glued on and he's got like a little mini chopper and he carries around a little crossbow like it's a little vest like he's hilarious like he's a little and it's, I don't laugh at him like oh man like it's I can't believe a parent would do that to their kid yeah it's, it's hilarious like <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a little Joe Dirt that's exactly. I was like, dude, what does this kid look like? He looks like a little Joe Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> so it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Um, so yeah, there's like 220 different vendors, and you can find toys from everything from you know wind up tin toys from the 30s and 40s to Mezco 112 Collective. And so today I picked up. Um, I got a Superman. And then, which he just got released. Everyone's going crazy over him, and good and bad. So I, I had to grab him. And then I picked up a Mortal Kombat uh, Sub Zero figure by Storm Collectibles, and it's the special edition. 
which means he has blood all over him. So he's pretty cool. I made a new friend there while I was there. Um, his name's Robert Mays, and he has a, a company, and I think it's APG Toy Grading. He's a toy grader, and so he, he showed me. He's like, oh, we just started having about talking about toys, and I told him about the Mortal Kombat uh, Storm Collectibles line. It's my favorite line. I think I've told you that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, have a figure, like, grab one of them. Yeah. And, uh, so, yeah, he's, he's a great figure, and then, yeah, Robert showed me and took me around, and, uh, he knows all the guys around their stuff, so it was pretty cool. Uh, how does toy grading work? Me. What's that? Did he explain how toy grading works, like, at a high level, how does it work or whatever? Uh, no, uh, you know what, I wouldn't mind having him on the show one time. I think that would be really I'm definitely interested in that. We definitely um, let him know what we got going on, and whenever he yep. wants to be on, he can be on or whatever. So yeah, I think that. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did uh, went around. I took my son, and he found like a Nerf gun, and my wife found a uh, one six scale alien predator or a uh, alien statue. Uh, so that was pretty cool. And then, uh, yeah. So you it, took the whole family. People selling toys. Yeah, yeah. We oh yeah, we go as a family. You got to take your best friends when you go somewhere. I know that's right. And your girl, your yeah. wife, she's into that. I know she's into you doing it, but is she into it for herself to a degree? Yeah, she collects uh, Walking Dead comic stuff, and then like you know the statues, and if it's comic based, she collects it, and then. Alien versus Predator figures, Hot Toys, Alien, and Predator figures, and then like Funko mini horrors. Like you know, there's like on they're like on series four or five right now. And she has all the series and all the variants and all that good stuff. Okay. She has a few prototype toys uh, of uh, Michonne figures because like when we go to cons and stuff, she'll cosplay as Michonne. So it's a good time. Okay. All right. Let me ask you this. You said it's, two, it's like over 200 vendors. Is it, it's a community? Is it pretty friendly people? Or is it just like hurry up and buy where they sit and talk to you? And no, stuff? no, no. Yeah, they'll talk to you. And it's cool because there's so many vendors in kind of a tight space because they only have like one, two tables. A couple have four. But um, the conversations that you can actually get into, like you're just walking up and down. Uh, the the alley, you know, and you'll hear someone talking about something, and you'll throw your two. Oh yeah, did you guys know this? Or you know, it's really it's really fun. Um, the 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 hard part is is that the uh, the 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 pathways are pretty narrow. Okay. And toy collectors can be. Oh, you know, I'm not going to say just toy collectors. The population now of America is getting beefy. Yeah. So. And a bunch of big boys walking around, like, though, huh? Yeah, there's some big boys and big girls that'll be standing right there, and it's tough to get around people. Yeah, that makes sense. But besides that, I mean, you know, and it's, it's a great, great show. Tons of toys. You can make good deals and stuff. It's a good time. So do they have new stuff, old stuff, a collection, people selling their collection? Everything. everything. They have old stuff, new stuff. I mean, truthfully, if you name it, I probably saw something a variation of it today either part of that line or something and then there's like you know the some guy that sells like the bootleg dvds and i'm not talking like current movies and stuff you know like you know japanese anime and okay i guess stuff you ain't gonna get in trouble for 
selling. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. what shocked you the most at what you saw? What's that? What did you see that shocked you the most? Like, oh, wow, they have this or whatever. Uh, I'm, I don't know, truthfully. I guess I'm jaded on that. Like, I used to, you know, but not anymore. Yeah. Because um, they just have so much cool stuff. Like, nothing surprises me. That's the thing. But nothing surprises me there anymore because there's so much cool stuff. Okay. It seemed like it's growing. I remember you telling me about last year and it didn't have as many vendors, right? So it's yeah, like yeah, last year was probably like 150, maybe 180. Okay. Yeah, each time, each year, it's getting bigger and bigger. And you know, toy collecting as a hobby is getting bigger and bigger, and more people are getting drawn in. So it's just yeah, it's growing. Yeah. yeah. And then they have cosplay groups that go there too. There's like a, a St. Louis Ghostbusters group, and then um, like a Zombie Patrol group, or some like zombie group or something so yeah there's there's cosplay groups there too okay. and then you know people doing artwork and then like i said like i saw some tin toys today like i saw some old tin toys that you know were like a hundred bucks yeah something like that you know some were more um i saw a guy that made custom video game art machines you know not this time uh, last time okay he made like custom video games those were really cool uh, the thing that, okay, okay, shocked me. Okay, okay, okay. The NECA Ninja Turtle quarter scale movie figures. They sell for like $99, I think. Yeah. You get them for cheaper, you know, $89. Uh, some guys you can get on sale for 80 something. I saw this set, all four in box, for seven ninety nine at the toy show. Oh, wow. That shocked me. There you go. That shocked me. And then... Yeah, that, that shocked me. I also saw that there's a Hydra 2-pack that I wanted from Toys R Us. It's a Toys R Us exclusive for Marvel Legends. Are you talking about the green and gold guys? Yes. Okay. And that. so there's just been people posting, you know, where they got 10, 20 of these things, right? Yeah. They're sell, they were selling them at the toy show for $80 a set. That made me sad. That sounds like a joke. Yeah, I missed out. Toys R Us had them on sale on their website, and I missed out. I was already at my my, my toy budget for the month. So I saw um, I saw a review on those two guys what a week ago because like one big guy, one skinny guy, or whatever. Right. Um, and the guy it was I always look at his Bobby score face. So it was his review, and he was saying I forget one of them. He was like he was like get the two pack because you can army be all right or troop be right. But he was like. The better toy, I want to say, is the big one of them is really good, and one of them just, eh, you know what I'm saying? But he was saying, I see lots of people trading their big guys for little guys, yeah. So it may that may be what it is. I remember him saying one of them was really good, the other one was kind of blah because one yeah. of them come with like I think the accessories help make them too because they come yeah. with different accessories, right? Heads and stuff, yeah. yeah. So, like, I forget one which one I follow, Jen Figs. I think he he's a guy that got like 10 or 15 packs of them. But he painted all his, like all the pouches and straps and the belts, and they look really good on his. Like he customized, he he just lightly painted them. I heard of Jim Fizz. Is he the fig his life um dude on Instagram? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, hey, I've heard of him. So I I I follow him too. Okay. It was a good time. Anytime you go to a toy show and like you're around like a group of people that that's they're all just like you. 
You know what I mean? They're about there. Everyone's there for the same thing. Like, it's just a good time. Everyone's pretty cool. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Like, out of your friends you grew up with and all the other stuff, are are you the only toy guy or is it, like, do you have somebody else besides you who's a toy guy? Who you like to talk to? Uh, no, I have a buddy I went to high school with. His uh, name's Sam, and he collects Transformers. Me and him started collecting uh, around the same time, but his col- he he's a masterpiece collector. And yeah, he get like back in the day, you know, when uh, Big Bad Toy would ship your stuff like what once every six months or something. Yeah, like yeah, he would just have it shipped every once every six months and he may get like two or three figures and stuff. And, uh, he's a farmer in California, but other than that, um, I had a buddy, Eric. So me and him were really into toys. And, um, if anyone, (laughs) if you want to know where to like get some good, where you can find good fun, like good toys for a great money is go to yard sales, yard sales, yard sales, yard sales. They're fun. And you find toys like crazy. You would be amazed on how much toys you find at yard sales. That makes sense. And I taught him the ways of that. And we were going to open up a store together. But stuff started going real good for him. So then he didn't want to move. And so, yeah, I taught him too well. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. So those two guys, yeah. And then pretty much, I, I don't really keep in contact with many other people in high school yeah i wasn't the popular kid at high school so oh no 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 i just i understand i just then <laughs> no no i remember i think it was like one episode you asked me did i have any and you know people i grew up with nah like you probably the more so i got friends who are cognizant of it but who actually spend their money nah like most of my friends you know I walk in and be like, "Oh, hey, cool or whatever." They're not really, you know, you know, a toy guy, like yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like they're not toy guys, so they'll they'll be impressed, but you know, you know. So I was just curious or whatever. I wish, yeah. I wish, but I, I was talking to the guy that grades the toys. Um, me and him are going to get together sometime because I was talking about my collection. He was talking about his, so he invited me over to his house, and then I'm going to have him come over to my house and okay. just check out stuff. What does he does he collect everything? Uh, I, he, I know he collects, he collects a lot more like eighties toys. Okay. Like he had one today. Oh, it was so cool. It was like, it wasn't a visionaries, man. What was it? I, you know, I can't even remember. It was, it looked like a visionaries, like a night. I don't know. It was like probably from the late eighties and I don't know. He was, it was a really cool toy. It was men on card, flat card and stuff. And. The guy was asking like a hundred something bucks, but he was able to get it for like forty five. Oh wow! Bucks. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you can wheel and deal at the toy show, man. And he's a toy grader, you know. So you, he, you can't get past you know, anything. Look at this. Past yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He looks for everything, you know, and yeah. he points out it too if he needs to. <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell him about the podcast we doing? No, I have not. Okay. So I plan on doing it. Like, yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna link up with him and see. Uh. Probably go over to his house and stuff and check stuff out. So it should be neat. Okay. But yeah, uh, that was the only thing that bummed me, uh, <laughs> that surprised me. It was the Ninja Turtles that set for eight hundred dollars. Like, yeah. What? I mean, like if you can sell it for that, I mean, more power to you. Yeah, because I, I, I it's guy if they're that if they're worth that much, I'm I'm happy to know that now. <laughs> I mean, for yours, right? You know what I'm saying? Because I was yeah, looking, I have all mine, but mine are open. You know, I have all mine, but they're yeah, I have my set. 
Yeah, because it's funny because you said that I was looking at a NECA review. Actually, this morning, um, a guy was reviewing Rob, Robin, NECA Robin from Batman. That okay. And so he was saying how he, he asked the Turtles and he was saying like, he's not as gun home Nick as everybody else. Cause he was like, he feel like they have some real problems. So he was just talking about, yeah. That. So it, to see those go for $800 once somebody else was kind of saying, eh, I'm over Nick. Right. It's interesting or whatever. So. Yeah. I love Nick turtles. Every iteration of turtles they've made. I have. Okay. Starting with like their black and wool with their, you know, comic book series. They're all red, you know, they have the red bandanas and then they put out a white version of those. And then I have all the San Diego comic con sets. And then I have the, uh, the quarter scale. Okay. Right. So this weekend, besides going to a toy shop, you recommended I go see Thor Ragnarok because you saw Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. And, before we go down the last rabbit hole, you tell me about this. You want to do a good and bad and the ugly about it, or you want to talk about it? You want to do spoiler free? How you want to do it? Oh, we could just. I mean, I guess we could do a spoiler review, and and I don't mean that we're going to go in depth and ruin everything, but I don't want to talk about something that something may ruin something for someone. Okay. All right. So if, if if you guys haven't watched it as of right now, I would say thanks you guys for turning me in. Uh, <laughs> I'm Joe Horton. I'm Darren. And uh, we'll catch you guys later. <laughs> if you're and interested. If you're still but... here. Okay. Let's talk Thor now. All right. So, what'd you think of it? I thought it hit all the marks for me. The only thing it didn't do, I thought, I, I said it like this. It touched on everything I wanted a Thor movie to hit on. Except for, I thought the action sequences, some of them went kind of cheesy. Like it went to kind of how um, Guardians of the Galaxy do their action scenes with like the, the music and then kind of kind of like the Matrix X quick fight style type stuff. Right. So that was kind of cheesy. And that would be the first place I started. That was like, I really had no big issues with the movie, but I would say that was like a little minor. Eh, too much salt on my food type thing or whatever. So right. That's it. So it was definitely a comedy movie. Exactly, um, that's the word. It was I was a looking comedy for. movie. That's. I mean, was it awesome? Yes. I'm a, a Marvel fanboy. You know, every movie. You know, what's your favorite movie? The last one they put out. You know, uh, I <laughs> yeah. love them all. I loved Thor Ragnarok, but it was a it was a comedy movie. Like it was straight up a comedy movie. Uh, and that was my problem. It was too much comedy, especially like. In the action sequences, too. I right. That's what I yeah, think. it was yeah. it was comical. You know, there were some sad parts and stuff, like the the um, well, Sif didn't die, but the other two. Um, uh, what are his friends called? The three warriors. Oh, the ones who were guarding the um the um Bifrost. Yeah, the, yeah, his buddies died. You know, that was kind of sad. I'm glad you said that. It was two things that it was two more. There was two other things that hurt me too. Um, so when he fights the Hulk, the Hulk is about to kill him, and then basically it just fades to black, right? And you don't know how he gets out of it. All you know is he got out of it. So I thought that was kind of a cheesy thing. And then Loki, like Loki, was on the planet burning up or blew up, and, I'm, and it never showed how he got on the ship or whatever. So. Those two, maybe I missed it or whatever, but those two things were like, wait, what? You know what I'm saying? So, 
Yeah, the thing with Loki, you can never question Loki. Yeah. Just because he's the lord of mischief. Yeah. So you just never know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, you know, Odin dies. Like, that's that's a bummer. Yeah. Asgard gets destroyed. That's pretty shitty. Yeah. In the comic books, it gets destroyed, and they resettle, like, somewhere in Kansas. Yeah, like, I, thought like, in in Amer- I thought they settled in America. I thought they settled on Earth somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, and then Thor lost an eye, like good old dad. So, how'd you feel about that? What him losing an eye? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. In the comic books, he has to like he has to sacrifice his eye. In the comic books, like he has, yeah, and that's how he gets his eye patch in the comics. Yeah. Like he has to tear out his eye and sacrifice it for some reason, but he gets some other type of vision. Yeah. So, what did you think of Hel- um, Helena, Goddess of Death? What did you think about how they did that character? Oh, she was awesome. I think it was really cool. I think it's really neat, like how we learned more of like Asgard's history. Yeah. You know, it's not the not the hunky dory. Oh, we're in charge of the nine realms, and you know we're a benevolent king and queen, and you know Asgardians are just little gods and. We love everyone and we protect everyone. It's like, no, you invaded nine realms. You slaughtered all those people and subjected them to your rule. I like and that. They show that. They show that. You know, and Hell is like the ex- his executioner. It was his, his right hand man. Like, I just wonder who Hell's mom is. That's what I. Was yeah, that's what. I, that's one of the things I wish they would say. Like, was it Thor's mom? You know, or is she someone else's mom? Or is, you know, someone else? Uh, yeah, yeah, so I would have thought somebody else was her mom because, like, Thor didn't even know she existed, right? So, like, I, and the way they did it, like you said, were basically covering up her existence at all. I would assume, like, if they were did have the same mom, that, like, somebody would have said something or whatever. So I'm assuming, like, her mom and that whole generation of people kind of passed away or something because you would have thought right. somebody would have known. About her, because, like, that was kind of a big part of the story. Like, when she did come back, literally nobody knew about her, and she had to show them who she was. So. Right. It is cool that Odin's had that same headpiece. Like, he wore that headpiece. Yeah, the headpiece head of Delphi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that was that was crazy. So, it was cool. I liked Valkyrie. I thought she was dope. She I liked her. I thought they did a good job with her character. <laughs> huh? I said Jeff Goldblum was Jeff Goldblum. Hey man, he 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 was amazing, man. Like, yeah, I like. I mean, you know, he's always to me he's awkward anyway, and to put him in a position where he can kind of show his awkwardness with power was kind of funny to me or whatever. I, lo- you know, what I loved, I got like a real cool '80s vibe from that movie, and I, you know, it, the the Thor Ragnarok title screen and the way they show it looks like an '80s movie, but there were some times where they played certain musics and. Yeah, that synthesizer. Yeah, and certain stuff. Like I really dug that. Yeah. I really dug that. You know, being an '80s kid myself. Yeah, yeah. '81. So, especially when they want Sakar, like all that kind of that whole kind of concept kind of reminded me like of a older type thing or whatever. I thought I thought like you said, I thought they did a good job with Valkyrie. I thought they did a good job with Go on um, Goldblum being um I forgot his name. And basically in charge of the whole planet. Um, I like the Damon uh, was in it. <laughs> I like the Doctor Strange cameo. Were you surprised yeah, by that, or you awesome. knew it was coming? That was awesome. 
Did you know that was coming or you were surprised by it? No, I was surprised by that because they already did that at the end of Doctor Strange. Yeah. That's that's one of the, the, the end sequences for Doctor Strange, and it's that scene where he's drinking the beer. Yeah. But, um... That was that was cool and funny. I liked how he kept like refilling you know, the beer. Yeah, yeah. Mention you know like whatever riffs or whatever. Like that was that was really cool. It was funny. Yeah. So yeah, I enjoyed that. That was it was fun. I, I liked it. And then that um, what was the rock guy's name? I forgot his name, but I liked his character too. Or whatever. Yeah the the voice was the act was the director the director voice that guy. Oh for real? Yeah. And I'm not gonna. He's the New Zealand gentleman. Uh, <laughs> well, that's smart, though. I mean, uh huh. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I liked him. You know, the big old dude with the little soft, nice voice. Yeah. Hey guys, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this, because I had my niece and nephew with me, and I couldn't stay for the after credit scene. What was the after credit scene for? Uh, one showed. Okay, so they escape, you know, into space, Asgard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Asgardians. So they're in space, and it shows the ship, and then it shows like this huge other ship coming up on their ship. And I think I saw like a review or something somewhere, like on Emer- I think Emergency Awesome did a video, and that's supposed to be I think uh, Thanos's ship. Okay. And then the second one was I don't even remember. Okay. It was like Jeff Goldblum or something. I think. Okay. Yeah, nothing memorable. Okay. But it was that, yeah, the first one is, you know, the telling the, the, the plot story, furthering it. And so, yeah, that ship came into contact with, I think it's Thanos' ship. Okay. So you took your niece and nephew, huh? How'd they like it? My nephew liked it. So he's seven. My niece is five. And so, you know, you have a young son. Yeah, so it makes all the difference in the world. So, like, she was ready to go because it was kind of long. They did. I mean, you know, like most movies, they stretch out something a little bit too long or whatever. But she was ready to go. And even him who was into the movie, he kind of was fading toward the end or whatever. Overall, they say they liked it. But you could tell that, like, he could keep up, but she 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 wasn't keeping up or whatever. Gotcha. So, but, it, you know, I, you man, you talked about this offline. And so. I would say like probably eight is probably seven, eight is probably a good age good age to yeah. start taking your kids to those things. So they can kind of follow Right. Some of it, you know, at least and then gravitate toward a character who may not be the main character, you know what I'm saying? Because, like I wish my niece would have been old enough to kind of like Valkyrie because I thought her character, even though she was like flawed, she was kind of right. a fun character or whatever. Especially for a girl, you know what I'm saying? So Yeah. But that's it. Yeah, Valkyrie's a good role model. I mean, she may drink a little, but she's not going around sleeping with everyone. Exactly. So, like, they made her flaw. <laughs> they made her flaw something that you can kind of is not the worst flaw they could make, right? You right. know, you know what I'm saying. So, like, I I, I liked how they did her character. Um, what did you think about the hopes? How he was in, there, how they portrayed him. I in loved there. it. I loved every second of it. Like, I wanted more. I wanted more. You know, like, yeah. Yeah, I liked having a talking Hulk, and he's been Hulk for two, two years. years yeah, oh, like that's crazy. Like it's just, it's all like, yeah, that's awesome. Even like, the new, even how they did him up, because like if you look the animation, he had the short hair, like the the full Hulk kind of way he was, uh-huh. and so like instead of having the full hair, they had like normal. So I thought that was good. I like, I like the Hulk too. I like how they made him a 
not just a bit talking brute, but he had some like emotion with it and some logic behind how he felt the way. Uh huh. So, yeah, like yeah, I loved it. You know. I can't wait to see get that movie just so I can like watch the whole scenes probably a couple times. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm excited to get. I'm excited. To, like Spider Man Homecoming. Like I got that in 3D. I haven't watched it yet. Like it's still wrapped up in paper. I just haven't watched it. You know, I don't know why. You know, I saw it two times in theaters. But um, I need to watch it again. But I'm really excited to see Thor because I didn't see it in 3D, and I, I I try to save my 3D movies for my at home. Okay. And so yeah, and so I watch them, you know, normal in the theater. Then I watch them in 3D at home. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, it makes collecting the 3D movies like I don't want to say more fun, but it, you actually get to watch your movie in a way that you didn't see it before. Yeah, that that's that's very very smart because like the novelty if you did it in the theater, kind of that novelty will wear off for you. Kind of right? knocks off. Yeah, it kind of yeah. knocks it off a little bit. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So on a scale of one to ten, what would you get Thor? Oh, a nine, nine and a half, nine point five. Yeah, I was, like I said, I'm a fanboy. You know, I loved it. it everything, you know, it, Marvel movies should be like your spouse. You know, you love them with even all of their flaws, and even you love their flaws, and you embrace their flaws, and even their flaws become some of your favorite things about that movie. I'll give it a nine point five too. I thought it was all that movies are well written, fun, funny, fun. A lot lighter than DC movies lately or whatever. And so I like Yeah, I know we got Justice League in two weeks. Yeah, so I, I like Marvel cinematic style. You know what I'm saying? Like and I do like that they're you walk away with them giving their character some personality, right? Like regardless if you like like it was a coming. I thought like I kinda like some of the little witty lines Thor gave, like he when he told Hulk he liked him best, when he told Banner he liked him best or whatever. So I think right. that, <laughs> I thought that was funny, you know what I'm saying? Like and I thought that was that, hilarious. <laughs> like the dialogue is like like they like DC is so serious. Like it's it's like they can't put a joke in, but Marvel puts in jokes to let you know, hey, this is a movie. Hey, you know, enjoy it or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to overthink it all the time. So I give I, I, I enjoy like, it. That's awesome. I think it's funny. Like Marvel movies are really funny and humorous, and just tons of people die. Yeah. In, Marvel movies, tons. I mean, look at Guardians when Riondu goes crazy. He just kills everyone. <laughs> DC movies. Well, I guess some people died in Wonder Woman. But uh, they, they refrain from lots of bloodshed. Yeah, but like even like you say, a lot of times in Marvel movies, when they do kill a lot of people, it's like always some funny scene or some Like they either walk away whistling like he did or like even yesterday when they killed all those people, how like, you know, it's something that takes your mind off the bloodshed. Either it's like a Hulk showing up or something else. Like they do some misdirection like right afterwards, so it kind of takes your mind off of it or whatever. At right. least in my opinion. So yeah, they they don't want you to dwell that like yeah, two hundred dudes just died. Like <laughs> we just showed them massacred. Yeah, and then they'll just crack a joke or something and be like, yeah. did you get it's your? Like, did oh, you? Okay, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's one thing I'm excited for. So I got the one thing that's cool. So with the Thor the Ragnarok that released uh, Mezco One Twelve, they're doing a Thor figure. Sure, have Thor. He looks, huh? Yeah. Okay. He looks awesome. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So I'm getting him, and then I'm getting the Hot Toys Hulk. Like I had the first Hot Toys Hulk, 
and now I'm gonna get this. Like I love that that much that I'm gonna get the Hot Toys version. Okay. And then any moment now, I should be getting my Hot Toys Hulkbuster. Uh, How big is that? Uh, I think like 22, 24 inches tall. Is this the one you display or keep in your um for sale? Oh, no, no. He's for display. I have the King Arts one ninth scale one right now as my display piece for my Hulkbuster. He's huge. Like, that's a big. Yeah, I remember you showing me your setup and you had all the mock like one through or forty or whatever, whatever number you up you had up to. Yeah, I have yeah, the uh Rebel Tech, I have like Mark One through nine or ten or fifteen through them, and then I have my Marvel Legends guys that are all set up in there, and then I have some SH figure arts guys and stuff, so Yeah, I got like forty something suits. Okay. Will he be in that same display? No, no, those that's just my six inch scale, but no, these guys, I have all my Hulkbusters kind of together. So I'll have the Hot Toys Hulkbuster, the S, uh, I have the SH Figure Arts Hulkbuster, and then I have Sentinel Hulkbuster. And then I had Marvel Legends Hulkbuster with them, but he looks so cheap compared to those guys that I had to get, I had to go move him back to the movie display. <laughs> oh yeah, he looks horrible. Um, so yeah. Yeah, Hulkbuster should be any time now. Okay. Any time. Alright, that's awesome. So, we, you said 9.5, I said 9.5. The last thing we need to talk about before we get out of here is a rabbit hole you sent me down. Was it yesterday? Yes. It was awesome, wasn't it? It was glorious. I don't even know the correct word to describe it. It was extra glorious. It was... I didn't know it was part of funny so as that. Let everyone know what happened and what you find. <laughs> so you sent me something saying, Zach Morris. So, you know, see this is to say by the video, Zach Morris is trash. So, you know, I'm not thinking. What was Saved by the Bell? Saved by the Bell. Like, like Saved by the Bell. Yeah, everybody thinking Saved by the Bell. You know, at the iconic um, series, pretty much everybody who's in our age range between probably 45 to maybe 30. Saw Saved by the Bell at some point in their life or whatever. And so, you you know, Zach Morris, the quintessential star, good-looking, whatever, no homo. You know, the teen uh, heart. The good-looking, the Cali boy. Is that good-looking Cali boy, yeah. bleach blonde type boy or whatever. So, Laid-back dude. Yeah, always wins even though he should yeah, lose type exactly. dude. You know what I'm saying? So, you sent me something, and the first thing I hear is, Zach Morris is trash. And I was, I was like, whoa, hold on. And I see funny or die. And so I think you, the first one you sent me, I may have went to a different one because I thought one was more exciting. I think the first one I looked at was like, Zach Morris sells um, calendars of underage girls. <laughs> That's the first one I watched too. <laughs> oh, whatever. play it, man. You should play it. And so I played it. And so it went. So what overall what these things do is basically go through a show and basically highlight how all Zach's motives are always self-serving and, you know, just how they, how he, it's just, I can't even describe it. Exactly. He's just a real shitty person and he's only worried about himself. And you never would catch that in the show, right? Cause it's like, it doesn't feel that way. Yeah. It doesn't feel that way in the show, but they really break it down for you. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, we should play an episode. Yeah. We are um probably, I know what we will do is link to our site 
uh, episode. We can outro on an episode. How about that? And yeah, we'll leave an outro on the episode. Cause that, all of them are under three and a half minutes, so it's not a lot. So we will right. put in the sound bite for it. And yeah. so uh, it's all basically kind of, and it's so interesting, like you said, when you look at the show in totality, you you know he's kind of flawed, but you don't think he's a horrible person. You just think, oh, Zach is being Zach. But when they cut out all the other scenes and basically focus on Zach from that life, He's a shitty person. They talk about that. They talk about the time. I saw the one he broke Screech's mom. Well, like I remember the episode where he broke Screech's mom. Thing when he convinced Elvis, everybody, right? Yeah, when he convinced everybody to allow to get Slater out of here, just so he can have Kelly to himself. Yes. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> Zach Morris is trash. Like that dude is. And the dude who doesn't breaks it down perfectly, right? They cut it perfectly. And he breaks it down perfectly. So he. He basically leads off every um, episode with, this is why Zach Morris is trash. That's how he got in the ends it or whatever. He gives you like a, a detailed explanation, then a summarization. Like to sum up, he sold his, he sold his friends, um, counting of underage girls to some porn-looking guy with no re- repercussions. And when he gets caught, he lies. And this is why Zach Morris is trash. Like it's just funny. Like the whole thing is funny how he gets there or whatever. Yeah, no, he's, he's horrible, man. How'd you find out about it? And it's new too. I don't know. I truthfully like on my YouTube recommended list. It was up there, and so I clicked on it. And I, yeah, it was awesome. It's my funnier die. So it's and it's good because they're only like five or six episodes in. Like yeah, so they they're going to be doing series. more, right? So they have that yeah, many yeah, more episodes it, it to do. Started. Like a new one just came out yesterday. Oh man, this would so be yeah. my new hobby. <laughs> so I, I I don't look at you I don't look at TV that much like me and my girl got like a show together actually Vice, Vice Principals is the show we have together but um, this will be my new hobby so I'll be watching these with a lot of anticipation I hope they do the whole show and just find like random ways where he's just a horrible person or whatever oh, I hope yeah, this goes on episode, but when you really start thinking about it like I want to go back and watch something and I, I gotta think it's almost every episode that he's up to something I mean that's the, that, that's that's the, the show right Zach, he's up to something yeah that's a good Zach point Moore's doing crazy shit at Bayside <laughs> yeah Alright, so did you want to say anything else? Because I I will put an episode in here. I don't, I'm I'll probably put the one with the um the calendar girl since that's the first yeah, one we both looked at or whatever. Definitely put that one in. Yeah, I'll put that in. So do you have anything else you want to talk to the listeners about? No man, that's it. Alright. Have a great week, everybody. Alright, and tell them how they can find you. I'm Jal Horton at on Instagram, Jal Horton. And how about yourself? I'm on Instagram I'm DW underscore RTR. Check us out at on Instagram at two b b t t show at two the number two b b t t show. We got giveaways coming. Once we get up to a hundred followers, we'll have our first giveaway. Also, check us out on the number two Brown Boys Talk Toys iTunes and Stitcher will come in in the next week or so, and we'll have a logo official logo in a week or so. Awesome! All right. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks, guys. Zach Morris is trash. 
Zach Morris enters the school store where Kelly works to berate and judge her co-workers for being different. There's nothing in here any normal person would want to buy. Unable to accept that this store he's never been to sells stuff he doesn't like, Zach takes it upon himself to get these nerds fired. Zach makes his case to Mr. Belding. Their best seller is flesh-colored band-aids for nerds. Then aide shames him in his own office. You know you've proven that people over 40 still belong in a workplace? Mr. Belding finally caves to Zach's bullying and agrees to let Zach run the store, but asks him to please handle this delicate situation gracefully. So Zach makes this announcement to the entire school. Will the three dweebs who used to run the school store please report to the principal's office? Zach gives the store a makeover, replacing all the school supplies, textbooks, and SAT prep guides with sunglasses, beach balls, and those books for kids that come with a bag of magic tricks. But for some reason, nobody is lining up to buy Zach's novelty clock backpacks. When the girls go to swimsuit practice and Screech leaves for photo club, Zach gets one of his signature great ideas. Screech, go get your camera. We're going to take pictures of the girls in the pool. Yikes. Zack sends Screech in full scuba gear to take pictures of the female swim team without their consent, so he can sell them in a Girls of Bayside swimsuit calendar for $5 a pop. The girls are excited about the new customers, until they see the giant cardboard cutouts of some super casual candid moments of practice, advertising the unauthorized calendars. They demand Zack stop selling them immediately. He refuses. Mr. Belding tells Zack to destroy every last calendar, when a strange man with a goatee appears who is drawn to the school thanks to the photos of underage girls in bathing suits that his friend who works at a print shop showed him. He says he's a fashion magazine photographer, and is looking for three models for an upcoming spread on high school fashion, which everyone believes even though this creep looks like he got dressed in the dark. The girls jump at the chance to be famous, and Zack says he's happy to recommend them as the best models in the calendar if they agree to let him keep selling. The girls agree to Zack's extortion. The girls have a photo shoot all over school, including at the studio store, which means they had to close it for business. And the pictures turn out great. So great that this man, who they just met and for some reason still believe works in fashion despite that shirt, wants to take Kelly to Paris for a month for more photo shoots. Zach narcissistically makes this all about him and decides to sabotage Kelly's potentially life-changing opportunity. If Kelly goes to Paris, she'll forget about me forever. Gotta find some way to make her stay. Zach begins psychologically manipulating Kelly. First reminding the girls that Paris means she'll miss their upcoming swim meet. Then telling Slater Paris means she won't be able to work with him on their science project. Then asking Screech to pretend to cry. And telling Kelly he doesn't want to make her feel bad or anything, but Screech is crying because she's missing his birthday next week. Gosh, you feel like I'm disappointing everybody. The gang tries to take Kelly to a goodbye lunch, but she can't make it because of one last photo shoot. Zach says he'll invite everybody to the photo shoot, which sounds great to Kelly. Then Zach turns around and lies to his friends that Kelly doesn't want them there because it's unprofessional. Zach arrives at Kelly's photo shoot alone and says nobody came because they're angry at her for all the ways she's let them down. This emotionally destroys Kelly, forcing her to run off the set in tears. The creep in the ugly shirt sees right through Zach's mind games, shames him for taking away Kelly's opportunity, and is somehow the voice of reason in all this. Zach shows up to Kelly's house to confess and apologize, and gives her permission to go to Paris because he still thinks he owns her because he never learned anything. Let's review. Zach Morris got three innocent students fired, turned a high school student store into his personal toy chest, sold illegal swimsuit photos of his underage classmates, which brought this creep out of the woodwork, and when this gave Kelly a life-changing opportunity, he psychologically manipulated her into feeling bad about it, and never learned anything from any of it. Zach Morris is trash. Zach Morris is trash. <laughs>